Support for Food Friday Leftovers comes from Berkshire Co-op Market, Great Barrington, Massachusetts, a community-owned natural grocery store dedicated to sustainable agriculture, the local economy, and the environment. Working within the community to better Berkshire County, one basket at a time. Berkshire.coop. Welcome to Food Friday Leftovers, a podcast about all the goodies left over from Food Friday. I'm Dave Hopper. And I'm Ashley Kinsey. Tune in each week as we cover culinary topics such as food trucks, local food, pizza, veggies, beer, and wine. You hungry yet? Huh, I'm always hungry. Well, on that note, Ashley, tell us what's in the fridge this week. This week, there's salmon in the fridge. We are talking with Tony Carlotto and Darby Regal of Rolling Rock Farm in Sheffield, Massachusetts rollingrocksalt.com. You guys were here for our 24th episode on Food Friday Leftovers, and now you're back. And my first question has to do with odd spice combinations. So if you could share some combos that make more sense than you might think when they're actually cooked and eaten versus just throwing them together in a shaker. The biggest surprise was the LGBT we did last year, Mm because I make a lot of wacky combinations, but I wanted LGBT, lavender, garlic, basil, and thyme. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have thrown basil in that mix. I would, have, I mean, garlic in the mix. We left the others in there, and the garlic really gave it something. It's one of our most aromatic and best flavored salts going or combos. So that one threw me off. I needed to match something for the letters on that, and found a bonus with the garlic in it, mm-hmm. which I never would have even dreamed of using. I get some wacky dreams on using stuff, but <laughs> that worked out good. That was a bonus. What other wacky dreams do you get there? <laughs> oh, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Just, I get out of bed at three in the morning and I'm cook stuff if I got the all the stuff. The next episode's going to be Tony's Wacky Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I get up at midnight and the baby start crying. This says, I want a bunch of spaghetti with black truffle salt on. I'll get up and make it to a. Mm-mm. Although the doctor thinks it's a boy and a girl now. Who gets up out of a dead sleep and not just one? This is uh, getting to be pretty regular. Well, you let us know if it's Angel a boy or a girl. So I will let you know. I got the names picked out. My, <laughs> my mom and my son have named it after. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I want to know what about this world-famous thing that Ray was talking about. What was he oh, joking carried away. About? We've been having people. Uh, we had a TV station come from Boston do it just on our town. And uh, I'm the president of Historical Society, so they wanted to talk to Historical Society. And she read a couple of my newsletters, said, I got to meet this guy. And then they told her about the salt business. So they came over to the house. We did a little interview on that and a few things. And now we got only two and a half minutes on TV. But they covered <laughs> it pretty well for the characters and what we, how we operate over there and what we make. But uh, uh, yeah, people know even cried. One guy called and I said, dude, I need some of that salt. I'm Jonesing, man. I got to have it. Yeah, we got to meet up. <laughs> did you throw something you didn't notice in the salt there? Or was it? <laughs> no, not really. Well, that's how you get repeat customers. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> That Tony's Tremendous and the Darby's are our two top sellers. I said a girl called from Virginia the other day. And actually, Bethesda, Maryland, she says, I, I was up at a garlic fest, so I got that, and I need more. She says, send me five. They make beautiful hostess gifts also. So I dropped those in the mail to her. That's just a, yeah. It's a good, pretty-looking mix. It also just a nice flavor. Was that it's your first mouth. mail order? No, we've no. done quite a few. We run Etsy, so we do stuff through Etsy. Okay. And, and a lot of times people see us, you know, they'll get it from a gift from somebody who went to a farmer's market. Or a festival or something, and they'll contact us directly. And I usually get a phone call, and I'll throw an envelope with a, I'll put a self-addressed stamp, stamped envelope in there. Send me a check if you feel like it, or you could just have it if you want. We're easy. <laughs> you are planning on staying a business, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'd rather be Sandy Claus to make the world happen. One person at a time. I'm going to change this whole world. I'm not going to live long enough. But Do they I, usually send money back? Happy. Yes. No, 99.9% yeah. of the time. Nice. I figured. But. I had an oops once, but it came later. But I'm not worried about it. <laughs> There's other things to worry about. 
Uh, so I wanted to ask you about the pizza sauce because I am big on sauce too when it comes to pizza. And it seems like you were when you were answering that question. You need to Bob's have Bob. a good, I think that's the key to a whole good pizza too. I agree. And the same with the spaghetti sauce I make. My mom, she made a sauce for years and our, our Wednesday was our day. My Aunt Rose and Uncle Chippy and Cousin Mingo, Friday was their day. So I got spaghetti on Wednesday and Friday. So I was <laughs> his house on Friday night. There were distinctive sauces, but they were both killer sauces. And uh, they were all day cooked when a woman could stay at home and cook all day and do something. I think you need to have a slow cooked sauce. And I think a little burn spot in the bottom of that pot adds a flavor to the sauce to make that good. And you can make some good quick sauces. I'll talk about that in a minute, what I do with my black garlic. But... On a pizza, no matter, people bag like, so we're in Virginia to a, a chain thing, and a wood-fired pizza, beautiful, but it, it was it was terrible. The, the <laughs> sauce was terrible. Now, you need a good sauce. And we were yes. A couple weeks ago, we were at a place in Torrington, Connecticut. I feel like pizza day, and I saw this place, Pizza Palace, and we're going to try that one in. And boy, that, the sauce was so good on that. They could have put cardboard on the top. It would have been good. <laughs> but a good sauce makes a good pizza, or a good spaghetti, whatever anything you want to put on, or cooking your sausage in, or, or throwing your sausage or meatballs in the sauce. That makes them happy. But sauces without the meat in it, you need to get some garlic and olive oil, some uh, little onions in the pan, get that going, and get your sauce in there, and just you know, real slow all day. Let it simmer down so it gets a little bit thicker. And if you feel like throwing stuff in the summertime, what I've got, I let a lot of my garlic and uh, oregano or basil and oregano go to seed. I let pick those seed sacks, just squeeze them in my hand and drop them in the pot. That makes things happy also. But you need a good garlic base and a, a good rich sauce that cooks for a while. But that makes a good pizza, I think, or any pasta sauce. My grandmother um, was from Naples, Italy, and she did the whole day sauce too. And every time Everybody, I come over, they always just, did that. And they're all good sauces. The other grandma, same thing. Occasionally, I went to go to her house. She never saw all their distinctive own sauces. I Those all day sauces were all good. And then you get spoiled, though. And then you expect oh, yeah. everyone, <laughs> every sauce everywhere to be amazing. And then you get, what is this? A trick I do with my black garlic is, like I was talking about, of taking two cloves of it and putting it on a soup spoon and a fork. Put the soup spoon just in the top of the sauce, rub it in there, and it just dissolves right away. It just blends right in. That just makes that so happy. I've done that with all-day sauces or half-day sauces. But another trick I learned, I bought that cheap marinara sauce. It's 99 cents a bottle or three for five or $1.49. I'll take two jars of that, get that cooking in the pan, nothing else at all, and I'll take two cloves of that black garlic off the head and rub that into it just for an experiment. And that's all you need, no salt, no pepper, no garlic, and it's just the black garlic. It puts a, a flavor that you want to drink that stuff. So black garlic is like liquid gold. It is. It, it is liquid gold. It's <laughs> when people it's dissolved. Eat it. I have a man who'll buy every piece I make just to eat because people eat it for the health benefits, the taste. It's almost uh, molasses, licorice. It's got its own very rich, very umami flavor to it. Huh. Uh, but I'd like it for, that's the spaces of my sex and the beef salt and also our you no know, black garlic salt we make on top of that. I do black garlic peppercorns every now and then, but black garlic is magic. I put. I call it black magic garlic. That's so you throw it in there right at the end when the sauce is you hot. You can get it in the middle. You, no, just get it in. Let, just let it cook in there. That's, that flavor stays in there, and it's not a one of those funny flavors like if you threw an anchovy in or something like that. <laughs> it's a flavor that makes you wonder, what makes me want to drink this? Like, you know, bacon. <laughs> I wonder why I have to eat five pounds at a time. <laughs> Actually, a pound and a half, but that's, that's way over the top. I'm with you. I could, if I get a, on a roll with a good sauce, I just... Sitting there with everything. a fork at Sauces, the end. Absolutely. <laughs> then take your finger, wipe it around the pot. Yeah. So have you made up any new flavors lately? The uh, one I actually got, the Humpty Dumpty egg topping. We've had calls for bacon salt, and I wanted to make bacon salt for a while. 
but didn't have a really good bacon. You can't do a store-bought bacon. I've had some private bacon that had sugar in it or different flavors, but this one saw I got from Holly and Flats was just amazing because I knew it when I cooked it down. The grease was just as clear. There's no smoke to it. The grease was crystal clear as vodka, so you could even drink it if you want. But that made the bacon, the lean part, cook down. It made the fat part cook very dry and crispy on it, so there's no rancidity to get in there to do it. So when you mix it in with the salt... Absolute killing. It's a perfect flavor. So that new says, Eureka, I got it. I got a couple pounds from Kelly last night to make another batch. And it's the basis of my Humpty Dumpty. I want to start that with a bacon salt and then put various spices in there and herbs and things. Because everybody loves eggs, no matter what no matter what way you cook them. Mm-hmm. A lot of people buy black truffle salt from us just for eggs. You take any egg, whether it's scrambled, fried, an omelet, hard-boiled eggs, put black truffle on anything. But on eggs, it really makes them happy. But this Humpty Dumpty egg topper do a, turned out pretty good. So I'm happy with that. What else we got lately? I was trying to think what else was new. I can't think of anything. I keep getting all these dreams. I have to take some out, you know. To, uh, <laughs> I told them we had, we had. it was like sensory overkill. People would stare at our display, and they're just like. Oh, they'd walk away. They had a headache. They're so like, much. oh, God. We had <laughs> 12 kinds you, of mushroom salt at one time. I got it down to one kind. I put wow. all the mushrooms together with <laughs> six kinds of salt, four kinds of pepper, called EFT, every fungus thing. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a good combination of salt, and it gets us down to just gets one type. Gets us down type. to one mushroom yeah. salt. Hot peppers. I got well, I got that down to probably ten kinds of hot peppers now. I just come out with a new one called Hell's Bells Pepper Flakes, which is scorpion pepper, ghost pepper flakes, with sweet red and uh, green die. bell peppers. And that's just a nice combination. And I didn't need another hot pepper salt or any kind of hot salt, but I just had to do it. So. Sometimes he comes up with the name before he comes up with right. the, with the product. Yeah. you guys are really good at segues. <laughs> <laughs> My next question has something to do with that. So. We're going to play a little game, right? Because you have, your inspiration seems to come from wacky dreams <laughs> and, you know, festivals and things that you happen to be going to. I'm going to say a word and then you're going to invent on the spot, invent a seasoning blend based on that word. Okay. Okay. Ready? The first word is whale. Oh, you stumped a band there. <laughs> I just think of Moby Dick and know, lamp oil. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Too greasy. I don't think people ever ate the meat. We got to be able to cook that. To, um, oh, whale of a tail, how you make a sauce. I like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't think of anything. It, you got us. another one. You stumped Okay, a band. I stumped you. One you point did. for me. All right. <laughs> Second word is pineapple. Oh, Pineapple. I'll put that on ribs. I, I do. Yeah. I make some wicked ribs to uh, with a seasoning. But, oh, he does make And I do ribs. lots of, I'll buy crushed pineapple and take a little bit of salt and pepper. You can't, uh, pork doesn't like garlic. Well, I'll take salt and pepper, put it on it, and just cook it. I'll take that crushed pineapple. I'll start the ribs with nothing on them, get them brown a little bit, like 350. Then I'll dump the whole can over that and then put them on 180. So at 6 o'clock in the morning, the alarm clock goes off. You jump out of bed and hop on that rack of ribs like <laughs> there's no tomorrow. <laughs> All right. I think you got that point. Right. <laughs> that was good. Okay. Last word, Paris. Oh, French cooking. I don't know. Oh, there's the French salt. Yeah, with the French, uh, French gray salt. We sell a lot of them. Like, again, in France, there's a lot of salt, and they harvest a lot of it by hand off of clay shored pools. They'll rake it up on there and, and harvest it. But even different sections of France... Have you can tell a little bit of mineral difference in it, and even in the early 1800s, with uh, between politics, how much salt they paid in the tariff at different places would have to pay more than the other on it because just of the local politics on it. But yeah, Paris salt, I think a French salt, French gray salt. 
I think you won. Right. <laughs> Two to one. That's uh, just a short game. <laughs> Do you guys have any funny stories for us? Oh, you got a lot of funny stories. <laughs> I'll uh, pick just one. I, I could probably tell this. I had a woman at Christmas time. Oh, this is a good one. About 85 years old. She saw our sex. We put our sex on the beef on a display, and it gets people. They see it, and they just come and buy it. And I tell them, sex sells, Jesus saves, and I make the best beef topping. <laughs> this one lady says, we certainly couldn't have this at our house. And I says, well, lighten up, have some sex in your life. It's getting late. <laughs> well, she cracked up and bought two of them for a grandson. So you, you can get in her head somehow to... That was a good one. But we have a we have a lot of fun, and you can make everybody smile. That's our point. To uh, we have our guarantee is if you don't like something, you just tell us. We'll give you something we don't like and your money back. <laughs> and only had to do that once. once. A girl came marching right when the market started oh. at three o'clock. I don't like this salt, and I want my money back. Fine. It was our double roasted garlic salt, the most pungent pungent salt we have it is. here. I don't know what to give. I don't like take something. I says for the other part of the guarantee, but. She caught us off guard. She needed the eight bucks back, seven bucks back. Yeah, that was that was our one and only. Oh, yeah. There's always one. Yep. Yep. And there's only one of you guys. You bet. <laughs> so next time, I hope you bring some ribs. Maybe we can talk to Jim I'll, That's a deal. We'll that. do I will do, I was thought about that today. I didn't have time, but I, I will do ribs because we make a sugar, a vanilla-infused sugar. I use it in ribs mm. quite a bit, too. And I'll use my... Uh, Ain't nothing but pig stuff topping I use on pork and pork chops, but I use that in my ribs on that, and I'll make a nice one. Do you want to take cherry pie filling out of the can? That. That's another topping. Too oh, really? Well, don't let Ray eat them all. I'll, make, no, I'll bring plenty <laughs> we'll for bring all, enough for the whole class. <laughs> well, look at how much beef you left here in another pie. Oh, there. don't worry. I'm well, I have to talk during the thing. Yeah. That's when I'm done. That's when I start eating. <laughs> you will have a bag to go. Thanks, guys. Hey, Thank our you. pleasure. You're Thank welcome. you so much. That was Tony Carlotto and Darby Weagle of Rolling Rock Farm. This has been Food Friday Leftovers. I'm Ashley Kinsey. And I'm Dave Hopper. Be sure to check out Vox Pop Food Friday every Friday at 2 p.m. on WAMC Northeast Public Radio. Our producer is Jessica Blaustein Marshall. Our theme is Beach Disco by Dougie Wood. Food Friday Leftovers is a production of WAMC Northeast Public Radio. And tune in next week to see what else we find in the fridge.